0: Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. That's a terrible, Arisham.
1: <laughs> today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you MCU nerds out there.
0: I'm Joanna. Nope, stairs. Krupnik.
1: And I'm Brian. Thor doesn't return my calls, Plofsky. And we could not be happier that you did talk to Arisham and he has allowed you to join us today.
0: Oh, thank you, Arisham. Today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are hanging out with our friends from college, crushing under the weight of our own memories and revisiting 2021's Eternals, as it has just landed on Disney+. So let's make sure all backup cameras are charged, and let's begin.
1: And as we start every episode, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will be spoiling everything about Eternals, a ton of stuff about the MCU, probably specifically Phase 4 and anything else we decide to talk about. Uh, So this is your spoiler alert alert. Yes. Yes. Yes, but before we enter into this MCU sector of the Nerdverse, Joanna, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to need to see your Marvel passport.
0: Oh gosh, I I wish I I wish I had it more readily available. Let me get it out. Okay, here Here's it a, is. Here it is. Okay,
1: fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know, I I have mine too. Don't worry.
0: Hmm.
1: You don't seem too excited by the fact that I have mine. No, as well. your case
0: is not as nice as mine. Mine is monogrammed, hand painted. <laughs> You just like have it in your old pocket.
1: So for those of you who don't know, we're starting to do these passports uh, because we want to give you a little bit more context on where we're coming from when we're watching these movies. So this is our MCU Marvel passport. Um, in our passport, we have stamps one through 10. Um, and that just kind of shows you how much we know about this world, uh, this portion of this sector, if you will, of the Nerdverse. Um, so this Marvel passport that we have um, is is for all of Marvel, but we're going to wait it for MCU. Uh, so, Joanna, how many Stan Lee stamps, or I guess we'll call them Stamplees, uh, do you have in your Marvel passport?
0: How many Stamplees do I have? I, I would like to also say, how many Stamplees, how many stamps of, for all these different passports we have? Do we in our humble opinions think we have. I am totally fine if someone tells me that I should not have as many stamps as I have. Sure, Somehow yeah. I snuck I snuck into a foreign country and got a stamp I should not have had. Um, I think I have... Um, eight stamp-lees. And that is because it's just... Well, we're weighting the MCU heavier. Um... I've seen all the movies many times, and that's really all, and the shows, of course, and that's what most people would go off of when talking about Marvel. I've also seen a few of the adjacent Netflix properties and such, um, read a handful of comics. i I don't love comics, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I came to them late, but I don't, so I don't, I don't love comics. And I could get into why, but it's probably not, we're probably all gonna be mad at me for saying it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give myself eight. Is that like really high? I should have let you go first. I'm gonna show you mine. Now you show me yours.
1: Sure. So I'm opening my passport. I, I, I think eight is very high.
0: Okay, got it. All right. Let's <laughs> just erase some of those stamps.
1: Well, only because like, <laughs> We are waiting the MCU. So, like, we could do two passports. We could do an MCU passport, and we can do, like, a Marvel passport. You know what I mean? Because, like, if we're we're waiting the MCU, even if we wait the MCU, Marvel is so vast. Like, I don't know some random X-Men or some random this and that thing. Like, that still counts in the uh, the Marvel world. Um, So maybe
0: it has to be separate because, I mean, it's night and day when we talk about mcu versus comics canon like that or can you even call comics canon um when you talk about comics versus Mm -hmm. because that that world is so vast and what we mostly talk about on this show is is uh
1: is the mcu shows
0: is the mcu so yeah maybe we separate it because okay you're right if it's if it's truly both then i'm at like three
1: Right, no. Because the MCU was
0: okay. a fraction of what's cool. out there. So
1: this is great. This is in real time. This is awesome. Um you're gonna have to okay. get a new
0: passport sleeve, Brian. We gotta get no, a second no. passport. Uh,
1: okay, so let's so we'll save our Marvel passport, um, our stamp lease uh, for okay. when we cover Morbius.
0: Ah. hmm
1: Um and so let's go into the MCU. The MCU passport. Let me let me grab it. Uh, okay. I got it. I got my my
0: no, so that that's your vaccination card, Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, that. sorry. Right,
1: right, 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 Okay, here it is. Um, my MCU card, um, I guess how many um I guess what's a good stamp? Like a cap shield? How many shields do you have?
0: Yeah, shields good, shields Or arc. I like arc reactors because it's where it all started. Well I okay, guess. let's do
1: that. No, yeah. I like that. Let's go arc reactors. Uh I, I think I have eight arc reactors.
0: Okay, God. It doesn't really do well when, when everyone's so modest, AKA you, um, well, then I guess I'm, um, could I be a seven? Yeah. I mean, that's what I think. if it's just MCU, yeah. If it's just MCU, I feel like I'm a seven. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty close I, to you. I, I,
1: I say eight because you still have to factor in some of the comic book stuff. Like, like in this one, in Eternals, like, like. If you don't know who like Dane ends up being like, y- y- you, know, you know what I mean? or It or- could
0: be that it's that it is um, that it is TV, film, MCU, Passport and comics because you have seen all these random shows like you've seen so much of shows that are not even very good that are on Netflix and like animated sure, stuff. And that and that is more accessible to most, but they choose not to watch it, and you watched it. So I do think that there's a level. You, you're definitely higher than me, but just MCU cuts cuts off your your legs here. I think you have you you are better than, um, than just the MCU.
1: <coughs> well, no, I, I, I like the idea of MCU as one Passport, and then Marvel includes, like, the Spider-Man animated shows, or, you know, uh, Into the Mm Spider-Verse and stuff like that, because that could weight it higher. So you're not, like, a one. You could absolutely be a six. You know, something like that. We can we can we can talk to that on.
0: By the on, way, I think we'd be like arrested right now for talking at customs for so long.
1: <laughs> I know, man, we're definitely
0: arrested right now.
1: 100%. All right. So our MCU <laughs> ones are an eight and seven. I think let's let's start there. If we find that oh or that we're we're.
0: I'm probably too high, but OK, I'll I'll just no. give myself confidence. OK.
1: You have confidence. Just just think of Maria. I
0: have confidence. OK.
1: All right. Excellent. Uh, all right, so we rewatched Eternals. Uh, Joanna and I both separately, but both saw it in theaters. Um, before we get into what we thought on this rewatch, since it is now on Disney Plus, we really wanted to rewatch it again and see if our opinions um, changed at all. Uh, Joanna, I'll let you go first. Talk about your movie experience and your very high level um, thoughts on it before this rewatch.
0: Um, didn't see it twice in theaters so that says that i didn't uh see it twice in theaters which is kind of rare for me have you seen um, every
1: every marvel movie that has come out since you got really into it have you seen every one more than once in theaters
0: uh yeah
1: aside from eternals
0: yes and i've watched i watch usually when i watch the shows i watch every episode again prior to the new episode so when we're about to watch episode five of Hawkeye, I will sometimes, depending on the length of the show, I will watch one, two, three, four, five. And then when it's six, I'll watch one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm. Um, I didn't do that. I don't do that all the time, but I'll usually at least watch the one before again, because I like the experience of going right into the next one. Cool, cool.
1: Awesome.
0: The satisfaction of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I've seen everything twice. Uh, what about... Uh, And so um, you also asked me my overall thoughts. Um, I will just say this. I think it's I think my opinion of this has softened with time Uh, and subtitles help. That's what I'll say.
1: That was my number one note that subtitles elevated this movie's experience. That's so funny that that's like the first thing you mentioned.
0: Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause that's not, I mean, subtitles, it's like it, they're intended for people who, you know, can't hear. <laughs> and mm. yet they're so valuable when you are, when you are, you know, hung up on the script, not to mention the subtitles give you the song, the needle drops, which yes. I did not catch all of these songs that are known mm. songs, uh, the first time around. And it, that element was cool, but also added like a very strange dissonance this time mm. to why these songs. It was like trying to be cooler than it was, or it was trying to. Uh, I I don't know. Did you have any response to this? The music this time through, knowing yeah. the songs, or did <laughs> you already know they were all in? Like you knew Pink yeah. Floyd started Pink Floyd and all that.
1: Um, I didn't remember. Uh, honestly, I, I didn't remember. I wasn't surprised by them, but I totally didn't remember. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> I would, and I, I will also say, uh, coming again to it, no, again, as every as it always happens, the expectations dropped, knowing what the story is about, not needing the crawl that they offer, um, understanding it now. You, it's just a far more easy viewing experience. I'm not, I yeah. caught so much more because I now am not like still thinking about that one line into the next scene, missing what happened in the next scene. So it, it, it does better with time. I think.
1: So what did you think the first time you watched it?
0: I did. I was so excited to see a Marvel movie in theaters. I, I liked it, but I did not love it. I thought it was a swing and a miss and, I thought it was a admirable swing, for sure. Glad they took it, but they just tried to do too much. Um, I will say this time, um, I I think, and I thought this last time too. Would it have been better um, episodic to have one episode start with the the storytelling of that? Of you know Athena and uh, Athena and Gilgamesh and how and each episode is a different eternal so that we can grow uh, with this the MCU is so patient about their investment in the mm-hmm. characters and this one you don't have that investment because it's just one movie and you're keeping track of an Avengers level cast of new characters and so that sticks with me and but I will say. How many times have we seen an MCU movie that leaves us scratching our heads a little bit, but in five years, will we... And here's a question I have for you before yeah. you tell me about your... Do you think this movie will be something that in five years we're like, holy shit, that's a different movie? Like, now I get it. No. You don't? mm I mean, I would love to think I would, but I don't... I don't know. Isn't it a telling, too, that we don't... I. I, when we're listing the phase four, I always forget Eternals because it is yeah. so on its own. It's
1: so in Left on its field. own. Yeah. And yet
0: it doesn't take place in its own place like Talo, which I love mm-hmm. about Shang-Chi, but it takes place out in the open, like in London and, in, you know, places we go. Um, it's just so random.
1: Yeah. Um, what about you? I only see it in movie theaters once. I thought it was aggressively fine. Um, I agree with you, this swing and a miss aspect of things. I think they're, I admire the movie. I think it's trying to do some really big things. I think it's a gorgeous film. I think that, um, uh, Chloe Zhao does an excellent job of, tone and feeling and all of that stuff yeah it's really hard to watch this movie standalone meaning that it's not in the mcu because a lot of these things in this movie are are hard to believe that would be isolated incidents one and two i just don't think that this movie works details very well and uh that bothers me a little bit um the only real part that for me this one I see it connecting with them. The other parts of the MCU is the, uh, stinger sequence, which we'll talk about after, um, this episode. Remember our stingers are after the episode. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, I I was really looking forward to this rewatch because I didn't Same. totally dig it, and I was wondering what would happen. I 100% agree with you that watching this movie without expectations is a very different experience.
0: Yeah. Does it never make you wonder that you should get something spoiled before you see something for the first time, or would that never outweigh the reward? That would,
1: that would never outweigh the reward. Got it. I mean, I'll just get started. It's so much better the second time.
0: Yes. I think it's better the second time. It's still not great,
1: but it's better yeah. the second time.
0: I, I, there are things that irk me uh, harder. that uh, They irked me before and they irk me now. I've let some things go. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm forgetting what they are, but as our notes continue, I'll see what I wrote. But I, there are certain things that I've let go, and then there are things that I'm like, no, no, but really, why? And also, why did they do this this way? Or stuff like that. Um, but I encourage everyone, if you did see it once, try it again. You might be surprised. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and you won't be expecting something that's not there this time.
1: Totally. Um, I will, the things I do remember, the things that bothered me the first time, similarly to you, still bothered me this time, but I appreciated the movie more this time. For instance, I still don't buy that no other super-powered individual would be... Or, or or like, shield or sword would not be, like, alerted to what the heck was happening. Two, I don't understand the beginning of this movie. I don't under, understand, like, what Dane thinks of Sprite and who Sprite is and, like, why she's living with a little kid. Like, I yeah. still don't... And, like, he's, like, half-understanding or half-knows what she is. Like, I, I don't truly understand all of that. I think that the flaw... Sprite is the worst performance in the MCU, yeah. and there's and I hate no to be unkind
0: to children actors. Uh-huh. Agreed,
1: but that that I don't think it's her fault because I don't think that she was necessarily the strongest person to be cast in that role mm-hmm. because like the point of this character is that you are somebody who has lived a manjillion years and but you're still in a kid's body so you encompass this like worldly like she calls um kingo's valet at one point like young man or something like that like none yeah. of that translates a good example of that translating is um the guy the kid in umbrella academy he does an excellent uh-huh. job of showing that he has lived a very long time. Yeah,
0: or um, Kirsten Dunst in uh, Interview with the Vampire.
1: Great. That's a, that's a better example. Yeah, a- she excellent knocks it example. out of the park. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that hinders a lot of the storytelling. So these secondary tertiary plots that are going through this should be cut because the performance isn't strong enough to hold that. Um, um, uh, so that's kind of uh, – that's one of the bigger things if that makes sense.
0: I I agree with you the emergence why would no one like feel this when we know that they're attuned to what's going on like from spider from far from home we know that they're aware when there's earthquakes somewhere else and all of that um I usually I actually enjoy like questioning god kind of stories questioning your higher power are is it all for the right like I like that that premise um which this, this story is um but I wonder – maybe this is jumping ahead, but the twist with Icarus, I wonder if that would have been better in a sequel Um, because Mm, you just don't have the buy-in. Not to mention – let's talk about characters. I mean – I've I've looked on I've looked on Twitter I've looked for a lot of people's thoughts on these characters and everyone is basically the same. We like the peripheral characters that don't get enough screen time and nobody likes Gemma Chan, uh, likes Cersei and Icarus and the and these are two very capable actors. I love Richard Madden. Shouts to my bodyguard fans out there. He is an incredibly compelling and capable actor, and he's not. Bad in this, but I think because he has to withhold his motivation the entire movie, it does him a disservice. So that sure. we, he's just like there. And I, and I, and Gemma Chan is lovely, but I just don't, I don't feel. Trio of Sprite, Icarus, and Gemma. Not that the love triangle has to be anything, because it really isn't anything till the end. I don't care about them. I care about the other characters who got in the screen time.
1: Agreed. I think that the ma- so another issue that I have that does not hold like the only character that gets better in the second viewing is maybe Icarus because we know what's happening behind the scenes.
0: Sure. Um,
1: I, I think that I understand what Gemma Chan is trying to do, and I think she's doing a good job of it. Those those characters just don't really have that like. I didn't fall in love with them. They don't have the personality that, like, I... And, like... they. Uh, it's not to say that they don't have that personality. Because, like, there are characters that are more... More, um, more low-key that uh-huh. I still love. Uh, I, I don't know. I just, like, there wasn't any spark there. Also... If the main point is, the, uh, there is zero chemistry between Gemma Chan and um, and they
0: know each other. They've worked with each other. They really like each other. Um, they're not dating or anything, but they they obviously had many chemistry reads. And they well maybe not because they'd worked together already, but they should have. They that chemistry was I think su- they were riding on that chemistry that I don't. Yeah, think and that chemistry
1: does not exist. It does not. It's not interesting to me at all. Um, all that stuff, but I, I will say that the the interesting thing in this movie, in this watch, is I, I was able to. I had some issues with what has happening in the first time, the first time through, and like why things worked in the timeline. Mm-hmm. This time, I understood it a little bit more. Um, yeah. in terms of right. like. Let's, start, let's, let's, yeah, yeah, let's 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 go. Get on, into this. Yeah, yeah. Let's go because because you're
0: you're hinting at something that I have a question about too. So okay, so it starts in five thousand BC. There's ten superpowered Eternals, and if you haven't seen this movie, this will be very helpful to you. Ajax, Circe, Icarus, Kingo, Sprite, Fastos, Makari, Druig, Gilgamesh, and Thina, and the celestial Ereshkigal, which is insane. This is so many characters to keep track. Of, too many. by the way.
1: It's too many characters. Um,
0: and their ship is called the Domo, and their wait, job wait. is to get rid of deviants. Yes.
1: Sorry. Let's take a step back. There are a lot of characters in this. I don't think it's too many characters. I think it's too many boring characters.
0: Yes, or too many. I mean, look, Infinity War was masterful at this, at, at, at being at tracking everybody in the right way, in the right amount per person. Yeah, but, but we the, had been with those characters exactly. for 10 years. Exactly.
1: Infinity yeah. War didn't have to do any extra work.
0: Now, Guardians, that was they did a good job with that too. Uh, not mm-hmm. maybe as many characters, but all new, all yeah. from different planet. I don't know. It, it can be done. Um, but anyway, so the celestial Erishem has has uh, sent the Eternals to get rid of deviants. The last deviants are apparently killed in 1521, when the group's opinions differ over their continued responsibilities and relationship with humankind. Just easy, just easy, easy listening. <laughs> um, over the next 500 years, they live mostly apart, waiting for Erishem to tell them that they can leave. Actually, 5,000 years. 5,000 years thousand years five thousand years five hundred years over a long period of time they are they're living apart in their own separate worlds until Arishim tells them they can leave because they do eventually get rid of the deviance and it's, it's but, five,
1: 500, 500 years five
0: hundred okay so in the present day Cersei and Sprite live together in London this is weird she is, Sprite is eternally a child. Uh, and just like, it's like her ward that lives with Cersei. Anyway, after Cersei's partner, Icarus, has left her centuries earlier. She's now in a relationship with the human, Dane Whitman, Jon Snow, who works at the National Natural History Museum. Um, in this scene, there's the earthquake. And also, are her powers not a secret? They, as this plagued me the first time? And it plagues me again, Brian. Wait, what? Why isn't it, not a, does it, did it bother you this time that we don't know if they, she, she obviously uses her powers to make the stone sand?
1: Bothered what? me a crazy amount. Um, <laughs> Good. I think that, I think, I think that um, Kit Harrington and Gemma Chan have chemistry. Yeah. And I think that that is believable. What is not believable is their relationship. Um what is not believable, he does not seem the way that he is presented, the way that he cares about her, the way that he wants them to move in together. It does the how responsible he is that he takes over her class for her at the beginning, that Mm -hmm. he tries to protect her in some of these situations. Like it does not ring true to me that Mm -hmm. he doesn't fully. He have, has have more questions about what's going on. Like, why does she live with this little child sprite? Like, right. he asks her jokingly if she's a wizard like Doctor Strange. But also, like... What does that even mean? Like, is he joking? Has she told him little pieces that she has powers, or like, you know, like the coffee, the water into coffee thing, or the whatever she the, I mentioned? Like, that's, that's something a big deal. It's a huge deal. It just I was seems. I'm just sitting so-
0: with you, and you've got me ketchup, and there was no ketchup. I'd be like, this. I'm not crazy. There was no ketchup here.
1: Yeah. Similarly to how I feel about this movie in general, like the stakes are too high for this casual of a movie. And that's a yeah. microcosm of that too. The stakes of like, is, is she an alien? Is she a wizard? Is she is this? Like the way they act about that seems very high if you're in a relationship with somebody yeah. and you need trust. But they talk about it so casually and um, and then they have those comments where like I thought Sprite was half kidding or like like when they're fighting the deviants that yeah. come to London, like it makes no sense. And I need I, more details. What yeah. are the rules? This is not yeah. acceptable.
0: I know. This is the right time for us to get this movie if you've been following the MCU because now you are able to believe a lot of things and the public knows Endgames happened. So this stuff is outed. Sorcerers are outed. Monsters are outed. The Hulk, aliens, it's all happened. So it's not crazy that Dane would be kind of casual about, are you a sorcerer? Are you a wizard? But what is weird is that what would have been cool is if, he knew his past already, which we'll get to later. But if he knew his past already and he thought it was and somehow he was treading on how much t- info to give and take because of what his family history is. But that's not what they did.
1: So I think you can justify it with that because he does know his family history.
0: Like if Icarus knew and he was like, oh, I know this guy and I, he doesn't know yet, but I know his family mm. like that. Could be why Icarus doesn't not just jealous, but like yeah. that could be cool. But they didn't do that.
1: Sure. I also the movie's not about Dane, but yeah, um, I, I, I that's a really that's I wish it was. Um, the most exciting part of this movie is uh, when he almost touches the sword at the end. Definitely. But, um, so my question for you, th- no, not my question. My, my I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that is an easy way to justify why he doesn't like ask more because he has a crazy family history. She even mentions we're on the, when they're mm-hmm. on the phone together, um, you know, when she knows the world is going to pot- potentially end, like, maybe you should make up with your uncle. Um, <clears throat> so she knows that she, he has issues with his uncle. And at the very end, um, when he's about to tell her that, like, he's got a wild history, the Black Knight and all that stuff, um, we, we're, we're to assume he knows kind of what the history of his family is. Um, yeah. So I, I get that, but also I don't get it at the same time.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, okay, so the trio are attacked by the Deviant Crow, and then Icarus shows up to chase it away. Uh, he comes on her, he comes... Oh my God. He comes, he comes to check on her, um, because of the earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, he probably did over all these years. Um, so he comes to check on her because of the- This is, this is the first
1: Marvel sex scene. So this is totally appropriate. I,
0: I am all aboard for Marvel to get more horny. I really am. I don't need any thrusts and I don't need it from these two people, but I would be totally fine if there was more Marvel sex. Um, so he comes to check on her because of the earthquake. Has there not been another earthquake in five hundred years, Icarus? Like, also, what?
1: Well, one, Icarus, <clears throat> Icarus knew what is actually happening. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because that's he's true. the one
1: who released the. the oh, I guess dogs you're right. Out. Okay, I
0: forgot I said that. Yeah, but all, but but,
1: but you do make an excellent point. There are ton these on TV. We see that these earthquakes happen everywhere. Like, yeah, all why are? Why aren't more S.H.I.E.L.D. operatives checking this out? Why aren't know. more, like, S.W.O.R.D. operatives? Also, where this falls in the timeline of that's Marvel? That's my
0: question. that That's the one thing I could let this go. But we shouldn't have to always ask this. But, Agreed. yeah, that's, could go where you're going.
1: Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page here. Yeah. The producer said that this movie takes place around the time of Far From Home, which is June of 2024, I believe. Okay. Right? Twenty. So nothing, the
0: multiverse has not fractured.
1: Correct. So this happens in June, but at the end of the movie, they're wearing coats. So we're supposed to assume that maybe this happens, like, at some point they're at a, uh, at some point they're at. Yeah, they're wearing, the,
0: they're wearing very cute outerwear,
1: for sure. Yeah, so then it, we get, probably get into fall. So I'm thinking this happens between June and fall of, uh, 2024 which makes zero sense because it's six days until the Eternals until the, the emergence um, yeah. so like I don't understand I don't know like does it take her a while like to come back to London like a couple months you know like yeah at the end that's the only thing I can think of
0: I, I, I'll i forgive this mildly but again if it takes time as far from home I mean, maybe Fury, that's not Fury. So maybe they're a little lax with their... But they're, you know, with the Elementals, with with Quentin Beck, like, they're checking, they're seeing, like, natural yes. disasters.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't make
0: any sense. Okay. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> so that's still going to plague me. But I do wish they would have told us when this takes place. Like, this would be... Because we don't know now if COVID, if the projects are coming out later than they're expected. I get that. So, but, like... We just don't – it's not clear anymore, and I I just – this is taking a lot of my brain to figure out. Um
1: Yeah. Well, I anyway, want to also okay. add to it. At yeah. the end of this movie, at least we know that the report – like the media is reporting on this emergence in the Celestial. You're right. Even and though I they don't know what it is. And I until
0: the rewatch. Yes. And I was like, okay, at least it's on the news. <laughs> like, also, <once> I...
1: <laughs> something that bothers me too is – Everybody in London saw that celestial at the end. Like, how are we not talking about that and things that happen after this? Like, how is that not the first priority of like the world government and Avengers being like, what the fuck was in the sky? Like
0: uh, did they see the celestial or did the, the clouds just part and then then Cersei and them are it like they see it?
1: Based on the reactions of the people in that park in London freaking out and running away and screaming, okay. they totally saw that.
0: I took that as the what the clouds were suddenly doing. So I don't know that they see Arisham. But, okay. Or, so let's give it the benefit of the doubt. They don't see – it's like sure. a stop, drop, and roll. They see these – They I mean, they saw Cersei get taken probably. Um, but I don't know that they see Arisham. But right, that would be I'll, insane I'll, I'll buy, I'll buy if that. they did. Okay. So they're worried the deviants have returned. They travel to South Dakota to reunite with their leader, Ajak, only to find her dead and green. Um, Why is Icarus in the back seat for this? Also, like, what is she, their chauffeur? And also, why are they driving? He can fly. They're magical. Oh, God. Um, Flashbacks, 1521 AD, the last of the deviants, according to Fastos. He's like, all right, guys, after we get the ones down for today, we're done. They'll, they'll all be gone. Um, and then we see Thena, who is struggling from Mad Weary, which is not spelled the way you'd expect. No. Thanks to subtitles. I love how it's spelled, but not what I expected. I thought it was like mad, like you're mad, M-A-D. Weary, like I'm tired, but it's... Me too. Mad, Mahad, Weary. E. Um, very cool. I do love Mad Weary. I would take space Alzheimer's on Angelina all day i think i like that little premise that she's weighted down by her memories um yeah anyway Bina has weary she'll stay with gilgamesh druid takes people under his mind control to live apart which is a cool part uh kingo goes to become a bollywood star and they're like all right guys so we did the deviance so we're gone so they live their separate lives on angelina jolie because we'll talk about her for a sec i love this for her I I really could watch her all day. I love I, this I have, journey for her. I love this journey for her. I People say that she's misused or underused, miscast, whatever. I will take her all day, every day. I think she's great in everything she does. I had no issue with her being underused. I think she's always compelling. If anything, I just she want was more.
1: very compelling in this movie, especially on second watch. She's
0: You just can't take your eyes off her. Um, she's also, not for nothing, she's with the two other characters that I also love on the Domo right now. Uh, we'll talk about that yes. later, but like I'm for Eternals 2 if it has the three of them on their journey. 100%. Styles. Um, anyway, she also took ballet lessons to work on her like balletic fighting choreography, which I think is beautiful. So I don't know. I'm, I'm all game for her. I have no issue with her in this movie whatsoever. Um, Cersei is posthumously chosen by Ajak as her successor, granting her <laughs> the ability to now communicate with Arishem, the Celestial who created them all. Uh, Cersei contacts Erisham and learns that the mission of the Eternals was not to fight deviants, but to prepare the Earth for the emergence. Can we pause? Why do Happy. I feel irrationally angry that there is a Batman and a Superman mention in this movie? Oh, What's I What's weird know. about that?
1: Isn't that, that weird? Yeah, that Batman and Superman, like, DC exists, like, in comic book form in this universe is
0: kind of weird, Doesn't it seem like they're flexed? Like, I, I, uh, it's not that it's two, you know, these two feuding, like, uh, do we call them IPs or franchises or whatever they are, DC, Mm -hmm. Marvel, but like, isn't it like a weird, um, I don't know. There's something that like feels weird about that, especially Mm -hmm. when you're going to talk about Captain America and and Tony and who's going to lead the Avengers. I don't know. I mean, obviously Icarus is a great comp for Superman, but like. It just seemed weird that suddenly, for the first time in this movie, they're just gonna just just talk about another world entirely. Yeah, but maybe it's just me. I, I don't know. It was weird. There's also that Odin mention that I did not catch the first time yeah, right before either. the Thor thing. Yeah, so he's I don't know.
1: talking over them, so like that stuff is in the background, and that this the town that he mentions is the town in um, Endgame that they settle yes. in. Um, it's at the beginning of Thor where they're fighting, so we can assume that yeah. yeah, totally.
0: And and that stuff is so helpful because it puts you with it gives you context of these characters and their power sets and how they fit into the MCU. So those comments about Thor and Odin are so helpful. Because you see what they think of that character in relation to them. And and they don't do that enough because I don't know what's going on and who's Mm -hmm. anyway. Totally. So um, Erisham explains that for millions of years, he's been planting the seeds of celestials inside planets where the energy from large populations allow the celestials to be born. The Deviants were sent to destroy the apex predators of each planet to ensure the development of intelligent life. But when the Deviants evolved and began hunting the planet's native populations, Arisham created the Eternals to hunt them. Um, there is an Ebony Blade mentioned here that I did yeah. not catch before.
1: Same, same.
0: Isn't that crazy? Did, yeah. I, mean, I didn't even see that online. Like I, yeah. So let me ask you this, Brian. Do you think that the Black Knight story and I don't know how much you know about the comics cause I don't know anything. Does it make sense being part of the Eternals? Um, like, is this like, Oh, okay, get it. Or are you like, this is where they're going to introduce that? Like, is there, I mean, I know there's a lot of occult stuff coming. Agatha, Moon Knight, Blade, um, you know, the, uh, just, just Halloween-y stuff. Uh, you know, the, like this old mystic, swords and kingsmen um, coming. But is it weird that it was placed here? What do you think? Um, Or are you just sort of like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I didn't
1: think about it that way. The only reason why it could make sense is because they were alive during the medieval times.
0: Right. Which, yes. OK, so they might have they have like relationships with Charles Darwin and they have relationships with Merlin and maybe. Yeah. yeah That's um, interesting. OK, fair enough. Um,
1: like and also with, the sword is mystical, so that could have something to do with like eternal stuff. I don't know because, like, the sword is cursed, but it, it didn't feel crazy to me. But, like, I didn't, we I knew actually never thought coming, twice about it because we yeah, read yeah. about
0: it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. um, okay, with the reversal of the blip, Earth has reached the necessary population for the birth of the celestial Tiamat, which will result in Earth's destruction. Hoping to delay the emergence because that will blow up the world which they love so much. And at this point I said, you know what? Let's just blow this up. And what you said before, it's like, let's just make this a different world. But anyway, um, they are hoping to delay the emergence. They reunite with other Eternals at Druig's residence in the Amazon rainforest. They are attacked by the Deviants and kill them all except Crow, who kills Gil- Gil- Gilgamesh before fleeing. Um, she also turns the Deviant into a tree. Uh, Cersei does. Mm-hmm. And this is something she did not know she could do. What is the significance of her not knowing the power that she had by now?
1: Honestly, I'm not hundred percent sure. I think <laughs> it's it, it,
0: just like
1: I can think it could just be that like she has so much more power within her that she was able to, you know, create life in some ways. Um, you know it's she like created a, a tree
0: almost
1: um, that she just has this immense power that she would be their leader um, that she's connected to the earth it's also symbolic that she's connected to the earth and it's her home and that's why she wants to defend it there's there's a lot that's, of things that, that could be cool. there
0: cool okay I don't buy that um, okay, so Fastos, uh purposes the Unimind, a connection between all the Eternals, this is from comics canon, um, that would give Druig enough power to put Tiamat to sleep with his mind control powers. However, twist, Icarus reveals that Ajax told him of the emergence centuries before, and he does not want to betray erisham because he's a big suck up, and he don't <laughs> care um, when Ajax suggested to him six days earlier that they try to stop the emergence, he betrayed her and led her into the deviant's den and just let them kill her, which is a really hard to watch scene. Um, Sprite joins Icarus due to her very unrequited love for him. Suddenly while Kingo chooses to leave as he does not wish to stop Tiamat's birth or fight his family. Makari locates the place of the emergence, an active volcano in the Indian ocean that no one is alerted to where Icarus and Sprite attempt to stop the others. They really built up that taking out the ball of Cersei was going to be hard. I did I got this the first time and I got the second time. Yeah, you know how yeah. she's like I'm going to have to take it out of you. And she's like, "Okay." Takes it out. Cool. Got that's it. All right, I can go. Cool. Like, so, okay.
1: <laughs> a lot of what the plot that you just described there is what I consider like the very redundant parts of this movie, mm-hmm. um, uh, a little boring, a little bit like it's just like the same thing over and over again. We hear everyone's opinions. I would have liked more character stuff in here. I remember this movie being funnier than it was, and it's just like not funny at all. And a lot of the jokes fell flat. I time, think sometimes
0: but, yeah you're you're reaching for the humor when you're nervous and we were nervous watching this movie.
1: Yeah totally it's an excellent um description. Um you know Makari still comes out as one of my favorite characters from Love. this no question. Um uh just to remind like I wish they had gone more into the blip in my personal opinion like it Etern- mm-hmm. like like Eternals didn't blip because they aren't human. And that could have been part of the mystery. And also, you know, like, I want to know more about Fastos, like, uh, like, did his husband blip? Is that why he's like, like, did his kid blip? Like, did mm. they not all blip? Like, I wanted to know more about his experience, what their experience was like during the blip. Um, you know, I, again, I know that they're trying to tell their own story. But I think a couple of lines here or there would have definitely been um, a little bit more add layers to it but i I just needed more personality from a lot of these It's basically the i would forgive so much of the plot if i really enjoyed watching these characters do their
0: thing i know i know and i liked a lot of those other characters and they didn't have a lot of time either but they just they just they just vibed in this in the mcu really well um i never thought i wanted to hear the blip stuff again after falcon and now i want more blip information mm -hmm.
1: yeah it's also like I understand what this movie is trying to do. It's a gorgeous movie. It's a meditation on what it means to be human um, and choosing humanity, even if you yeah. aren't of of that. Um, I think Gemma Chan does an ex- exceptional job of getting that across. Um, I, 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 that, just that, that idea, that feeling, that tone of it all. Um, she was less boring the second time around.
0: I can agree with that, yeah. Less less boring. To the first time, she was just like so blah to me.
1: Mm-hmm. But you're right. Um, I, I
0: think she's the right person to convey like that she loves the humans of Earth.
1: And the second time around, Icarus's timeline makes a little bit more sense to me.
0: Yes, and his and, ju- you, and his
1: justifications
0: yeah. and stuff. I still think I will always wonder: Will this, would that twist have been better when it had marinated a lot longer? Um, mm-hmm. we could have had him... We could have really been shocked because um, he's just so... He's so stoic the whole time. I don't know. He's not. He's just not warm. Anyway. Um, okay, so Druig knocks out Sprite and Fastos restrains Icarus while Crow arrives and is then killed by Thena. Druig is unable to put Tima to sleep and Cersei instead attempts to turn him into marble. Icarus breaks free of his restraints and goes to kill Cersei but finds himself unable to do that due to his love for her. Both he and Sprite join with the others in the Unamind, and Cersei gains enough power to turn Tiamat successfully into all marble. Um, But like, the what has to... uh, uh, I'll just keep going. Guilt-ridden, Icarus flies into the sun, because he feels guilty about that, that he went against Arisham, and that he also almost tried to kill Cersei. At Sprite's request, Cersei uses the remaining energy from the Unamind to turn Sprite into a human. Thank God, she wouldn't shut up about it. Ending her permanent childlike state. Thena, Druig, and Makari depart on the Duomo to find eternals on other planets and warn them of the of the other emergences, emergencies, emergences, while Cersei, Fastos, and Kingo remain on Earth. It was an Dane, emergency. It was an emergency for the emergencies. Uh, Dane professes his love for Cersei and is about to reveal a secret about his family history, but just in the nick of time when she's about to she fastos and kingo are dragged into space by erisham on the beautiful Hampstead heath of england which we've been to uh displeased with their treason erisham says he will spare humanity if the eternals memories show that humans are worth worthy of living vowing to return for judgment he takes the trio with him into a singularity and that's the movie um What has to happen for her to turn Tiamat into marble? She's like, okay, here it goes. Places her hand. Like, it wasn't a build. And then I have to tell you, I, this time and last, I almost chuckled when they're doing the flashbacks with Icarus. Oh, I...
1: I hate... It, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean anything.
0: It, it doesn't mean anything. They, they, that's why this show... That's why this would have come better longer and with more memories. Like a Disney Plus show when you just have more to show. But to show the, the things that happened 10 minutes ago is ridiculous. It's not emotional at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, like, and they're all he, in their little outfits like in Mesopotamia. Like they're in their little like... They're in their little, their outfits. It's like they're not. Ugh, I also, I have issues.
1: This movie is also a weird commentary on the fact that like God isn't real. E-
0: what you said? Do they have to acknowledge it?
1: No, it's a weird commentary on the fact that God isn't real. That like you know what I mean? In some ways,
0: interesting. Just- I took it more as just questioning God or your creation, but I but you're right that is another way of saying is it <laughs>
1: real no it's just an interesting different way like yeah. and, uh, but the things that i some positive things i think the logistics of the final battle it's very easy to follow along and where everybody is and what's happening i think that's mm-hmm. really clear that's that's excellent di- direction um i really really uh, liked that um i also uh Mm, Sorry, where were you going?
0: Saying? No, you're saying nice things, so you can keep oh,
1: going. Oh, yeah. Um, the Makari fight scenes and a lot of the fight scenes were super awesome. Um, really, really enjoyed uh, that towards the end. I think that some of their personality showed a lot more in the fight than they did beforehand. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I Again, it's still a beautiful movie.
0: I like that they are in their color this is very Wheel of Time-ish, um, shout outs to Wheel of Time fans, that they're in their color the entire movie. So mm. like Sprite's jacket is like a teal and Gemma Chan is in the the green and black plaid and then she's in the green coat. And uh, they always have Richard Madden in blue. They always have Kingo in purple. So like that was cool.
1: Sure, absolutely. I mean, the production value on this is spectacular. I think they're trying to do some excellent things. It's like a weird thing to say. But I think that like it – the big swing that I love that it took is that it was focusing on the themes and the tone and the beauty and it was trying to do something different. And I think that's super cool. But I do think for like an MCU Marvel like rules person and and timeline, I just needed a little bit more information because I – it is impossible to treat this as a standalone movie without thinking about like, where are these other characters like coming in to help and stuff like that? Like, it's just really yeah. hard.
0: Um, I, I hope that they show this this marble statue in the later. It better be in every single movie going forward. I mean, it doesn't have to be in no in no way home because that was like, a, well, I guess. No, I, I don't know. I, I just need to see anything that's epic. I mean, I, I I think there's a chance the Guardians Three will tie in in some ways. We could maybe see Eros there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celestial. I don't know how this works with Ego though. Was he a wasn't he a Celestial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't look like that. No, he's just a different looking one. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I'm curious. I I want to see that. I want to see on the news in some. Sh- soon project that thing coming out of the ocean because that would be insane if you saw that Mm -hmm. um and i also what you were just saying about where this well just where this sort of fits into the mcu were you bummed that there weren't any multiversal connections here or did you already know that it was too early in the timeline for that
1: no i was not bummed i just wanted a good movie and a good story and i only got half of oh, that. Oh, you're so sweet. It's all you wanted.
0: All you wanted was a good story. <laughs> um, Where, let's see. So where are the other world? This is a question I, I really have. Where are the other worlds that the emergence would make? Are they different planets or galaxies? Like, are different they going to go to... Are they going to... Okay, so planets that we probably... Have, some maybe we've heard of, like, like if Titan still exists. Like, right, we're go Titan to have been one. Be, okay, right, right, right. Clarifying, thank you. Um, so, I, the Icarus flying into the sun thing, what were your thoughts on that?
1: <laughs> so silly.
0: Yeah, it was just on the nose. And also, I also don't the believe
1: that he would like feel so guilty that he would like destroy himself.
0: Well, and he's not dead. So, what does that do to our stakes on death <laughs> yeah. around this place? Well, like,
1: that, this whole movie is too big for its own good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and again, they trusted the audience a lot in this movie um that we were ready for this mystic the more mystic stuff, which I appreciate. Again, they did it. I I cannot speak like I am so happy about that. So Me as too. much yeah. as I am shit talking this movie, like I'm still so glad that it happened and and I I am hopeful that it will make more sense later. I just uh, it's there've been a couple of Marvel projects since that probably are happening simultaneously in the timeline, so I will let it go, but I, I got to see some connective tissue here.
1: Yeah, um, agreed.
0: And let's see. The other thing would be... Well, so you have always said this, and I never thought of it until I watched it this time, but you... What would have been so cool is if this was... Uh, they let Earth blow up. They let Tiamat come. They let this... They, they couldn't stop it, and it turned out to not be Earth that we know. But then I guess that probably would have stepped on the toes of the multiverse fracture story, or would it have? I do you, don't has, know. Have your has your opinion on that changed? That that's what you would have preferred.
1: N- n- no, not necessarily.
0: You still like that idea. I mean,
1: that's one option. I, at this point, like, I, I've I've stopped like thinking about what I wanted this movie to be. And just like, because my expectations were out the window for this viewing, I was able to just focus on what the movie is as opposed to what I wanted it to be because I already knew how it would go. Um, So that's something that was really enjoyable about this watching. Again, we're kind of talking about the negative things, but like I definitely enjoyed this watch because I had no expectations. I was just about, I just could enjoy it a little bit more, which was nice. Um, Yeah.
0: And I will say, oh yeah, yeah, go on. No, No, you go. I was gonna say I the fact that these that characters I like are on this ship right now and they're gonna if they're gonna do an Eternals, which has there ever been a an MC movie that didn't get a sequel? I mean we're gonna get another Eternals, right? Even if um, it's poorly reviewed.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll get it. they just said the Eternals will return. It That's didn't true. say like you're gonna you're gonna the Eternals two is a movie. We'll, just wait.
0: That's true. But precedent would say, well, it would be that it would be a of the first, I think movie to not get a second try, but if this is where it's going with those guys on the, on the domo as being a lot of screen time and we get Harry Styles too, like I watched that movie. Um, yeah.
1: Um, well, that's the setting. We'll talk about the stinger stuff a little bit later, Yeah, but the sti- specifically the Harry Styles stinger um that's, even though I have opinions on that, that's the part that made it feel like it was gonna connect to things like Gardens of the Galaxy and and, and things yes. and Adam Warlock and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think I, I still do think it would have been cooler if we had seen them evolve through humanity with like the way they talked and the way they dressed and and sure. the trends, like, you know, like Outlander when, you know, throughout the ages you see them change, it would have been cooler. Than just to see them be modern from the jump. Cause that, why would they be modern from the jump? Mm-hmm. Um, why would they talk like that? I don't know. It, that still irks me.
1: No, it's, it's interesting. I mean, some other things about this movie. Um, I tried to follow along with Icarus this time, because the first time I watched this, I was like, well, if Icarus just like, didn't show up, they, th- would they have found out about the emergence? Like, um, is the only reason, like, he's the one who told them, like, we should get the gang back together. You know what I mean? So, like. Yeah. I, but I also, but part of me is like, okay, if he didn't show up, they probably still would have found Ajax dead.
0: Well, the Deviants showing up made them want to find each other and be like, what's going on?
1: But he suggested it.
0: True. And so, true, but they probably would have reached out
1: to right. each other. And I guess they would have reached out and maybe he was expecting to get the orb, but then Cersei got the orb. Oh, His I definitely motiva- think that's true. Yeah. And so um, and she gets the orb without him there. She, he did not get the orb when he kills Ajax. So I think he was just by keeping them all close and he still cares about them. He was trying to point them in a different direction as opposed to have them find about the emergence through the orb. Um, Yeah. That's a little wonky for me, but I was able to justify it a little bit more on this walk on this watch.
0: Yeah. And I mean, he's doing what he was made to do. I I don't fault him for like wanting to like, this is how the circle of life, the cycle of life goes guys. Like this is at the greater cost of, of more of these wonderful planets coming, but you got to say goodbye to one. Um, so I, I didn't fault him as much for like, how could you this time? Um, but it's a little, it's a little marky mm-hmm,
1: for, sure. for me. But, um, what was, what was the n- number one best thing coming out of this rewatch?
0: Uh, I got more dialogue that was, that helped the movie with the subtitles. So just mm-hmm. hearing a lot of the lines helped. And I think. Uh, I I appreciated Barry Keown, um Druig, more even more than I did last time. I got up past his, uh, you know, just mumbling. I love I liked him with Makari and stuff, but I liked his character a lot more in this this uh, this watch. Um, so I think it just strengthened the feelings I had for characters more, and then and it it calmed it. uh, released some animosity I had toward the leads. But um, I think that's, those are my, the characters are were my biggest, like the, the change I felt with those were the biggest takeaway this time. What about you? Yeah,
1: I'd say Macari still, it's Macari and Druig had more chemistry than anyone else in that movie. Um, Macari's great. I I, I I just think that, <clears throat> I wish I got more from that character. I know there are some deleted scenes for Macari that they released on, um like YouTube, and it'll probably be in like the the Blu-ray or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, um, I also just like, I don't know. It, it was I, I really like Lauren Ridloff, so like that also helped. Um, <clears throat> I definitely understood it. I understood it fine the first time I watched it, but I definitely enjoyed being able to read along with it this time uh, to get a couple more things in there. Um, it actually made me look forward now that they've got this like. Exposition out of the way that they didn't exactly nail. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with the characters and where they show up later on. Again, I'm still baffled by like why do this now? Because like this just like doesn't fit into the MCU, like where we're going at all. My only thought is that like, you know, Kit Harrington maybe is in Moon Knight. Um, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true at all, but like maybe, maybe. We'll get to the Stinger, but maybe Blade is in Moon Knight. Like, I don't know. We can figure that out as we get to it. But yeah, listen, this is still not like top tier Marvel, but this also isn't bottom of the barrel Marvel. It's better on a second viewing, but like still took me a bit to get through.
0: I think with the if I could see this with context with the Watcher, um, it, it would be helpful for me to see like, who is the farthest back eyes we have? Like maybe this all fits mm. in. Where the Eternals can go between multiverses, and they're going to come in handy later. Like maybe there's a connection with Shang Chi, where they've seen, you know, because he was around for so long. There's there could be they could be a really great device. Um, I don't know why we needed the Deviants, but they could be a good device. uh, The Eternals later. So I am crossing my fingers that this will all pay off. In a while, it just might be a lot. It might be a couple years,
1: yeah. We'll see what happens. So, what uh, do you rank well, this
0: movie this time?
1: I'd probably give it like a six. Uh, also, I'll give it six, um, orbs, yeah, six throat orbs.
0: Throat orbs, yeah, I'd probably give it i'd probably give it a six 6.5 throat orbs
1: yeah maybe five uh, you it know probably what i'm, I, I'm in gonna my give lowest. it five i'm okay. gonna give it five throat orbs
0: it, it sits in my low quadrant of mcu rankings it's down mm-hmm. there with thor dark world i think for sure so yeah but more on stingers in the stingers <laughs> brian you'd make a very cute giraffe just wanted you to know we thank you all so much for stopping by and we hope you had as much fun as we did. And we hope you all will join us next time as we travel to another corner of the Nerdverse.
1: Make sure to join us in the Nerdverse by following on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the TheNerdVersePod. Be sure to blast over and subscribe to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Rate and review us there.
0: As a new universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the reviews and ratings are so very important to us, uh, for us to grow. So please, please rank and review us there. Five stars only. And remember, life affords no greater duty than to protect one's family.
1: Shadow Warrior 2, great film.
0: Great film. A classic film. Okay, so in the mid-credits scene, Thena, Makari, and Druig meet the eternal Eros or Star Fox, Thanos' brother, and his assistant Pip the Troll, who offer their help. That CGI is terrible.
1: Still still the worst CGI in all of the MCU.
0: Like it's not finished. Did they forget? To, uh, it's awful. Why?
1: Pip is I'm awful.
0: Baffled. Like that yeah. it, the, the budget ran out like just then? I don't understand that at all. It's awful. I really don't. It doesn't make any sense. It's like a big question mark I have.
1: But this section of the, the mid credit sequence definitely got me excited for potentially what was next, only because yes. this gave it a more direct link to like a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 or something
0: like that. Yes. And I like these characters. And this, this could be cool. So I'm game. Yeah, yeah. Is he supposed, there's a debate if he is or not an Eternal. I think he is because he says fellow Eternals. So I yeah, think he is an eternal. He's in,
1: in, I think he is in this in this world potentially. Okay.
0: Um, in a post-credit scene, Dane inherits the legendary ebony blade from his ancestors, and an unseen person who we now know as Blade questions whether he is ready for it. It does still say mysterious voice.
1: Yes, a mysterious man did it say mysterious voice? Doesn't
0: No, this is not into the woods, but it does say mysterious this is
1: mysterious man. I think.
0: I think it says Mysterious Voice. I'm going to it But if it's a Mysterious, oh, I'm gonna it's a it mysterious right Man, I'm going to be, like, getting a lot of Sondheim. A uh, lot of, myst- lot of uh, Into the Woods. So I, I will
1: look that up, but what did you think of that? Uh, what did you think of that?
0: Um, I obviously love anything that catapults us into a new corner of something <laughs> that's exciting. I did not know it was Mahershala when I first saw it. I found that out in an interview that I listened to with... Um, Kamal, um but I really I really liked that a lot of tension I don't know anything about the dark knight I mean <laughs> the, dark
1: knight. Oh, the dark knight
0: I don't know anything about the black knight I don't know anything about the blade um I know it is possessed and I know that is it I does blade work with him ever or is it's, this just
1: it's, it's mysterious man
0: sorry does mysterious man aka blade do they pair do they team up in comics or I
1: no i have no idea you don't know okay. but they're from a darker world like yes in terms and they of deal like with the, swords
0: and, right i mean yes i guess stakes commonality, swords yeah <laughs> okay um so is like is harry styles gonna like be in the movies now
1: yeah yeah like it's harry all styles. Of the mcu
0: movies like is he gonna be are we gonna get him on our screens in like multiple properties for the marvel yeah i think so Oh, my God. That's a get. That's a big get. It's, he's it's, busy. It's,
1: he's a busy guy. He's got very big pants on yeah. tour.
0: What about you with the last stinger? What, what were your thoughts there? It, it got me very come? excited
1: for whatever's next. I hope that we see these characters in Moon Knight. Um, it got me really, really excited for for that stuff and what's to come there. <clears throat> and especially that, like, Blade's actually happening and it's Mahershala Ali. Like, that's so cool. Oh, my cool. God.
0: It's so cool. Do you, I'm so curious as to why they don't just tell us it's, I think it's more valuable to know it's blade um, with the subtitle. So I'm actually kind of curious why they're not like, like, uh, you know, triggering us. But um, do you, was it, was it weird for you? Did you, so you already knew that, that he was going to be Dane. You knew he was, that's the, the black Knight kind of stuff. Um, were, has that, is that the first time that that's sort of been told ahead of time to you for like, um, maybe adding a new character in, can you remember a time where in the MCU where you knew a character was going to get introduced in like a secret way at the end and it happened?
1: Uh, and that's, that's a hard Man, question
0: to ask you on the spot, but
1: Iron Man two, maybe with Natasha, like,
0: Oh, totally. Like well, Fury, of course, Widow. in the first one. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: um, Natasha, uh, the uh, Wonder Twins in
0: uh, you—you didn't know, or you did know that was going to happen. I
1: knew. I think I knew that they were going to be in the the after-credit sequence. Uh,
0: With Fury and Iron Man One, were you? I was with you, but were you guys freaking out because it just it happened, or were you freaking out because you didn't know until that point that they were actually going to start to attempt to do like Avengers?
1: I do not remember the answer to that.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Too bad.
1: Sorry to disappoint you.
0: Too bad, Brian. <laughs> uh, so, where do you put this in movie in the MCU for you in terms of like this movies you hang out around? Tier.
1: I would say mid, high, bottom, low, middle.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Same. Mm-hmm.